spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. Good evening. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast. We are privileged to have Maddie Malone with us tonight. I'm going to let her tell you more about herself than, than I'm going to tell you because this is about her and not me. So I'm excited to have her on the show with us tonight. Our show is sponsored by the International Women's Motorsports Association. It's also sponsored by Kalamazoo Speedway. Um, Network Team Homes EXP Realty, the Midwest Compact Touring Series, Creative Media Consultants out of Phoenix, Arizona, Cosmetal Designs, and Car Chicks out of Chicago. So we have a good bunch of people that support us. We're always looking for more though because nothing we do is free, unfortunately, and we love being able to bring these podcasts to you and and highlight and celebrate women in motorsports. So. Maddie, welcome to the show. And the first thing that I'm going to ask you about is about yourself. So just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, how old you are, um, you know, about your family, do you have any pets, that kind of thing. Um, my name is Maddie Malone. I'm 18 years old. I live in Tuscumbia, Alabama. Um, my parents are Clint and Tanya Malone. Uh, I have, let's see. A little Yorkie pup. I have a cat named Nova and about 20 other mutts outside. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and are you out of high school, Maddie? Yes, I am out of high school. I graduated in May of last year. So I now I went to work full time. I work out at McElroy Motorsports in Ford City. It's a parts store for race cars. We sell strictly race car parts, anything to do with racing. We've got it all. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay. All right. So um, why don't we just find out a little bit about you? What's your favorite food? Um, my favorite food? Uh, I like hot dogs. Okay. I like hot dogs. They always taste better there than they do at home. Just like going to the ball game. You go to the baseball game, you got to have a hot dog, right? Yes. I know yeah. that's crazy, but I love racetrack hot dogs. Yeah. Well, that's good because then you're never complaining about, about your food at the track. What is your favorite vacation spot? Um, well, let's see. Um, I'd say, well, this isn't really a vacation spot, I don't guess, but... My favorite place to go for vacation is PRI in Indianapolis every year. That's something me and my dad do every year for our little getaway. So I'd probably say that'd be my favorite just because it's something I get to do with dad and we get to spend time together because he's a big time traveler. So he, he travels out of town to, for work. So we don't get to spend much time together. So that is probably my favorite. That, that's really a good, I'm so glad to hear you say that. Cause one, PRI is a lot of fun. Um, it's also, if you have a booth, a lot of work, but meet so many cool people like you 
at PRI. Um, so, and yeah, it's nice to have a dad and daughter weekend. So that, that, that's really cool. I'm glad your dad does that with you. Tell us about your racing. What do you race? And tell us about your car or what, whatever it is that you race. Okay. Uh, this year, I will be racing my 66 Chevy 2 Nova. I got this car when I was 16 years old. Um, so we've been working on it for a couple years. It's just been a long process, but we're finally making process or progress. And uh, so I'm gonna be racing a 66 Chevy 2. We're gonna be doing division racing this year for division two. So we're gonna be uh, kind of getting away from bracket racing and start really just focusing on like division racing and running super gas, like 990 index stuff. So we're still gonna bracket race some this year, but just not as much. We're gonna focus more on traveling and just figuring out the whole division racing thing. Okay, so that'll be new, but that'll be fun as well. So where will you be traveling to when you race? Um, we'll be traveling to Atlanta, Gallot, Rockingham, um, Indianapolis, um, and a couple other places. We haven't really figured out uh, where we're going to try to go. I know those four we will be going to, but it just all depends on dad's schedule. But with him being gone and stuff, even with him being gone, I'm still going to try to go. So whether it's me and my mom just hightailing it off somewhere or by myself, I'm still going to try to make it. So. Okay. So I was going to ask you that. So do you have anybody besides mom? I mean, if dad's not there, obviously he's probably your crew chief, but if he's not there, then mom steps in. Do you have anybody else that goes to help you? Um, well, no, not really. It's normally just me and my mom most of the time. We have a couple of buddies that would go, but you know, they have other things too going on. So uh, this year, here lately, uh, Jeff Strickland's been helping us out a lot. So he'll be at most of the races. So if I'm sure if I need any help, he'll help us out with whatever. And so it's just- Okay. That's good. Cause then you'll have a little backup in case you need it, but mom's on the hook. So mom must be um, pretty knowledgeable, I would say then about racing and what you do. Uh, yeah, she is. She's uh, she's learning. It's uh, she learns something new every day. She tries and she's real interested. She wants to be a part of everything, so she's she's pretty good with all that stuff. Okay, well that's good. That you got to have the whole family behind you to make it work. So Maddie, do you have a race day routine? Like, what do you eat? What do you wear? Do you have a certain thing that you do on race day? Um. Yes, I normally don't eat on race day, really. It's after the races or I've went out, whatever. I normally don't eat on race day. But um, I normally just keep to myself, you know, in staging lanes. I just like to sit there and stay focused. And I'll talk to whoever if they come up to me. But most of the time, I just keep to myself. Um, I never am on my phone during race day. I put my phone away in the, in the truck. And I won't get on until after we're pulling out the gate. That's just how I am. I feel like. I'm there to do one thing and that's to race and everything else can be on hold till I get done. So uh, I wear certain clothes. It's not necessarily the same outfit every weekend, but I do have certain clothes that I wear to the racetrack. Um, uh, oh, I used to, when I had a neck brace, now I wear a Hans device, but I used to strap my neck brace five times before I'd go out on the track. That's just how I am. But uh, me and my mom, we have this certain thing we do 
she always gives me a thumbs up and it's but right before I pull out on the racetrack she's right there give me a thumbs up so yeah that's really my routine uh it's not much but I have certain things I like to do during race day I'm really impressed that you put the phone away because let's face it kids your age they might as well have been born with it in their hand you know it's always I mean I us I I'm 63 I'm almost as guilty you know the phone is never far away but for you to to put that away and focus on the racing and not look at it till you're done that you're the first one I've heard say that and I wish more people would do that because I think they would probably do better if they're totally focused because what if one of your friends test, texts you something and then they get you upset or mad and then it's like messed up your racing. It's like, no, you're a very smart girl. I'm, I'm going to suggest that to other people. So um, you're out of high school and you're working, so that's good. Um, do you have a favorite race car driver, like either locally or, you know, like nationally? Do you have a favorite driver? Um, yes. Uh, locally? Um the two people I look up to the most around here is probably Jeff Strickland. He don't live maybe 35 minutes from my house. And uh, Jason Lynch. I look up to them two guys a lot just because they're down to earth. They'll help anybody. I mean, you go up to them, you can talk to them, ask them any kind of questions. You know, they're just real nice guys. And they, they're legends to me. So, mm -hmm. Really, they're the two people I look up to the most around here. Um, NHRA-wise, I like Erica Enders, just because she started out in junior dragster, and, you know, she's two-time champ. Uh, and Steve Torrance, the top field driver, Steve Torrance. Mm -hmm. Really cool guy. We, um, we actually went to Pomona in November for my uh, senior trip to the NHRA finals. And I got to meet him and hang out with him a little bit. He's really cool. I really look up to that guy. So. That's very cool. Very cool. So you'll have to get on our YouTube channel because I did an interview at PRI with um, Kelly Klontz, Erica Anders, and Ashley Sanford. And it's on our YouTube channel. And um, they, they were a great interview. And, and she, Erica, Erica's amazing and all the things that she's accomplished. So... Um, if you're a fan of hers, you should get on there and watch that for sure. So who, how did you get into racing? I mean, you don't just grow up and say, oh, I'm going to race. Is somebody in your family encouraged you or where did you get the bug for racing? Um, well, I can answer this in two different ways. Uh, you said something that people don't know about me and stuff. Um, I'm adopted. I was adopted when I was 13 years old by my aunt and uncle, so they're actually that's my mom and dad. Um, I didn't, I moved in with them and started living with them when I was 11. So I did, I was never around racing until I was older, you know. Uh, I didn't get my first junior dragster until I was 13. So I kind of started a little bit later in life. And, uh, but yeah, um, my dad, he's inspired me so much. He, he's the one that got me into racing. And I remember you know, on Thursday nights, we had this little track called 247, and we'd go down there, and it was just kind of a hangout spot for him and all his friends and, you know, their family to us. So uh, my dad and his buddies and stuff really kind of got me into racing. 
Okay. Isn't it funny that we say a 13-year-old is starting late in racing? I mean, to people who don't follow racing, they think that's crazy, but you're right because some of those little kids are five and six years old, they look like. It's like, oh my gosh, they're so tiny when they're in those cars. But um, but yeah, that's true because really, you know, 13 is a little bit older to start. So yeah, that's that's very cool. So you've landed in a good family. That's uh that's awesome. That's awesome. So um you how many years did you do a junior dragster? Um I started when I was 13 and I got out of it when I was 17. So about okay. four and a half, five years. I okay. really didn't start racing juniors. Well, I was 13, but we went to three races my first year. So I really didn't start going at it full time until I was 14 years old. So I got um yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So uh, what is your car number? 233X. Now tell, tell me how, do they assign those numbers or do you pick your number? Well, um, you could, it depends on if someone else already has your number. Uh, they assigned mine. I originally wanted uh, 133 because my first junior number was 1331 and I just really liked, you know, the odds 13. Uh-huh. So, uh, they assigned me. 33x but when I went to uh, driving school um, last summer I got my super gas license and so it was assigned to me then so. okay all right so you went to driving school last summer tell me a little bit about that where where was it and what kind of driving school what'd you learn there um, I went to Frank College driving school in Gainesville Florida uh, well I, I could go on and on and tell you about how much I learned there because uh, it was just so much more than just how to drive a race car. I mean, it was, you know, advice on how to go about your day at the racetrack and the little things, don't let them get to you. And um, I mean, he was amazing. Like he, he just looked at it so different, you know, he just, I mean, there was things he told us about how your eyes work, you know, staring at the bulb and stuff. So um, I would, I mean, I would recommend Frank College Driving School to anyone, not just, you know, not just someone getting out of a junior going into a big car. I would recommend it to someone who's been driving 30 years, just because there's so much stuff you don't realize that you don't know, you know? It's just really cool. You learn so much more than just how to drive a race car. Yeah, and isn't that, that's so true about everything. You don't know what you don't know, uh, first of all. And so many people, especially people, again, that are not really involved in racing or even fans who just like show up at the track and they watch and then they go home. They don't understand everything that's involved in getting the car there and the work that it takes and how much money it takes. And like you said, there's so much to it that the the average person doesn't have a clue. And so that the fact that you got to go to that school you know, that, that's really good because those are things you're going to remember all your life, I'm sure, not just about racing. Oh, yeah. It was a lifetime experience for sure. And my dad, he got to go with me. So, and he, I wasn't old enough to sit in the class by myself. So he actually got to sit in the class and listen to Frank talking stuff. And he even said he got a lot out of it as well. So it was really awesome getting to do that with him. Oh, yeah, that, that is. That's a, that's a good memory that you're going to always have. So I'm sure you have a bunch of friends. What do they think about you racing? Um, well, I mean, most of my friends are race car drivers. Uh, 
not they live all over the place, but my friends around here, around home, they think it's so cool. Uh, I have a couple guys that are guys and girls that come over and just hang out at the shop, you know, sometimes. I mean, they bring their trucks over and work on their trucks in my shop. Like, we just all get together and hang out. It's just, they think it's cool. Okay, good. So do you have any marketing partners that you'd like to talk to us about or share with us? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, um, PTC, uh, McElroy Motorsports. Um, Your parents. My parents, yes. <laughs> Mom and dad especially. Daddy's yeah. sure. Uh, let me think about this one. Okay, I'll let you think about that one. So when you're at the starting line and you're waiting for the lights to go down to green, what are you thinking about? What are you focused on? Um, I'm really not thinking about anything other than, you know, my race. It's all my race. Uh, once, once I pre-stage, you know, I take a deep breath and then it's just, I'm just focused. That's really it. I just, I try to, before I pull out onto the racetrack or do any of that, I take three deep breaths because it is calming. It does calm you down. I did learn that at Frank's to take three deep breaths and, you know, say, you got this or something. That's one of the biggest things is uh, you just got to, you just got to calm down. And uh, I really don't think about much other than just I'm ready, you know? Okay. All right. Um, I've got to find my place here. Sorry. So have you, have, have you raced at other tracks very much or this year is going to be the first time to do that? Um, yeah, I mean, we've traveled, uh, a lot in juniors, uh, we traveled multiple racetracks. So, but not really not 10 hour away racetracks. So other than Bristol, you know, but we kind of stayed, you know, a couple states away, but not like we're about to do. Okay. So this is going to be all new. And will it be all completely different tracks or will some of them be the same that you've raced at before? It will be all different. Completely okay. different. Except Bowling Green, Kentucky. I've been to the racetrack. I've never raced there. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it'll be all different. Okay. Is there a track that you've heard of or that you really want to race at? Um, probably Indy. Okay. I would love, I'm going there this year and I'm super stoked about it. I can't wait. So okay. That's the one I'm looking forward to this year is Indy. I can see why. That's, that's a big name track. So how many other girls are there that you race against, like that you're going to be racing this year? Do you have any idea? Um, well... I could say a lot in juniors because there's all kinds of girls that are juniors. Uh, but big cars, you don't, you normally don't see many. Uh, you might see like at a drive for 75 at Huntsville, you might see maybe five or six. So um, it's, it's definitely a guy's sport, guy's dominant sport. Uh, but I hope to see more girls this year. I'd love to race, you know, girls. So Yeah. Well, and I think you can have a camaraderie with the other girls that are racing because there are not as many. So you kind of band together, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. So what is it that you enjoy most about racing? Um, let's see. I love to go to the racetrack and spend time with my family. 
Um, I love spending time with my mom and dad because, you know, this is a big deal in our family. This is something we do 24-7, you know. We get home from work, go to the shop, work on a race car, come home, talk about racing, you know. It's just, uh, it's family-based, but I enjoy getting to go and do this and being around my track friends and, because, I mean, they're family too. Mm-hmm. So I love being at the racetrack and getting it, being able to race because, you know, not not everyone gets the opportunity to do that. So I try to take it, you know, seriously. And it sounds like you appreciate the opportunity from what I'm hearing you say. Yes, I do. I really do. Yeah, that's good because, you know, in today's world, there's a lot of kids that take things for granted, whatever it is. And then they'll look back someday and say, wow, I was really lucky and I didn't realize it. So I'm glad that you already realize it. That's going to make you a better race car driver too. So Maddie, tell me, what is something about your racing that you're, that you're just like really proud of? It could be a race that you won. It could be where you came back from something. What, what's something that comes to mind that you're proud of? Um, let's see. Um, I normally tell everyone this just because it's kind of a big deal to me and especially my mom. Uh, I'm proud of this one race. It was in 2015. Uh, it was my first Wally win. And my dad, of course, was out of the country because he works in South America. So there was no getting a hold of him or him helping at all because, you know, he was in South America. So it was, it was really just me and my mom. First time pulling the trailer to the racetrack by herself. So that was a big deal. This was before I could drive. So it was, you know. Uh, we won that race at Huntsville, and it was a really big deal to not only me, but her too, because, you know, the whole time she was thinking she couldn't do it. So mm-hmm. it was a big, uh, it was a big deal for both of us, because we both had to work together, and it was one of the first races by ourselves. So we had to figure out a routine for us, we could, it, because the routine that me and dad did never worked for me and her. We would always have to figure out something else for me and her, you know, she, uh, I would start the race car from the inside when dad was gone. And, you know, that's crazy talking about doing it on a junior, but we just had a routine that we had to figure out that worked for us. So I'm very, I'm very proud of that moment in my racing career. And yeah, because you know, you know what I love about what you just said is that it has nothing to do with anything on the track. It's, it's overcoming things that you think you can't do. And then you push yourself and you find out that you have a lot more things you're capable of than you ever gave yourself credit for, especially your mom. I can understand the stress and she was nervous about pulling that to the track. And it isn't the going straight. It's the backing up stuff that is a problem, you know, and just, just all that. So kudos to your mom for, for saying, yeah, you and I are going to do this. If dad's gone, we're not going to let that stop us. And now it's probably no big deal, is it? She does it all the time. Yeah, she, uh, she, she's just like, eh, no yeah. big deal. She loves it. So. That's, that's cool. You tell your mom I'm proud of her for doing that. So um, what do you think your greatest strength is to be a driver? Like, is it that you're calm? Is it 
that you have good equipment? Is it you went to the school? What do you think uh, gives you an edge maybe on somebody else? Um, when I first started racing, I really, and even now I struggle with it some, but self-confidence. Sometimes I do struggle with self-confidence. I don't feel very confident in myself most of the time. And here the last couple of years, especially after going to school and stuff, um, I've really overcome that. I've really learned that, you know, being confident in yourself and just going out there and knowing what you have to do, no matter who's watching or who's there or who's beside you, just as long as you're there for you and you're confident, then you can do anything. Uh, so I, I guess I would say self-confidence is one okay. of my Okay. All right, good. So what do you think success means as far as being in the racing field? You know, some people think it's how many trophies you have and some people think it's you take your car home in one piece at the end of the night. What do you think success means? Um, I wouldn't say as many trophies or necessarily taking my car home in one piece. Um, success to me is going and just learning. Going and learning new stuff, being around new people, um, just coming back with more knowledge than what you went with. Okay. So, to me and of course winning that's awesome but uh you can't do that every time no no knowledge more knowledge than what i went with is success to me yeah and you know i just i listen to a lot of podcasts you know i i used to watch a lot of tv and i just find that tv is a time sucker and i can learn more if i listen to some podcasts and i just listened to one last night that um, just kind of followed along a, a lot of the things that we're saying, you know, about confidence and about always learning. I don't care how old you are. You can always be learning new things or how to make yourself better, self-improvement, that kind of thing. And so, um, you know, racing does a lot more for us than teaching us how to drive a car down a track, yes. doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it teaches us how to get along. It teaches us how to work as a team. It teaches us that diversity, there's a lot of people that are not just like you, pretty little blonde girl from the South, you know, um, but that you can all all be friends and, and be going for the same thing and be competitive and yet be friends at the same time. Afterwards. I'm sorry, what? Be like a family afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah, that... I hear that over and over and over when I do interviews that one of the things that people, you know, take away from the racing sport more than any other sport that they, their kids or them are involved in is the, the racing family. And you can be out of racing for a while and you still have those people that are your family. So yeah, that's, that's so true. So when you were a little girl, did you play with dolls or cars? Oh my word. Uh, when I was little, I hate to say this because I'm such a different person. No, say it. I played with dolls, I guess. Yeah. I played with dolls and jumped on a trampoline outside because, you know, yeah. So, yeah, I hate to say that because I'm a completely different person now. I could, I'm, 
you know. Well, you got that out of your system. So now you're you're on to, to the cars. It's funny though, there's a lot of girls that say they played with dolls until they're they got old enough to where maybe their dad was racing and then they were old enough to go out in the shop, you know, because you can't take a three-year-old out there necessarily, but um and how they they changed and and I, I hear that quite a bit. So you're not the only race car driver that used to play with dolls. <laughs> That's a typical girl thing, so don't don't uh, don't be ashamed of that. So when you're not racing, what do you do? Oh gosh, uh, when I'm not racing, if Dad's home, I'm with Dad 24/7. Uh, me and him are, you know, we're really tight. I'm his sidekick. So when I'm not racing, let's see, during off season, he works in South America. I've already been down there to see him. So. Spent two weeks down there, so I'm with Dad 27. Just whatever he's doing, I'm doing in the shop, working on race cars. That's what we do. Okay. And what does your what does your mom do while you're out there working with him? Uh, she has her own little thing she does. She'll go to town, go eat with friends. You know, sometimes she'll come hang out, but most of the time she does her own thing. Okay. And because she, she has you all the time when he's gone, and then she lets you have your time with him when he gets home. Yeah. So what did you think of South America? How was that? Oh, well, I love South America. I love it. Um, I know it's crazy, but it's a third world country and it's so different, but I love it down there. I've been twice and I'm really wanting to go back this, this year. So hopefully I can go down there again, but um, it's different. It's very different. Um, mm -hmm. Food's different, drinks are different, the people, the community, it's different. The the whole view of things down there is different. It's um more of sand than it is anything, you know, it's a lot of sand and barely any grass. You drive on the opposite side of the road. Uh their accents are so crazy down there. You can't understand anything they're saying, but you know, you just try to listen and they're they're such sweet people down there. Especially the guys that work for dad, you know, they're they're a family down there to us. So they really took me in and take care of me down there. It's it's not the safest place, but I know I'm safe when I'm with them. So it's awesome. It's funny you say you can't understand them. They probably have the same problem with you with your southern accent. Yes, they call us they call us rednecks. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. So um are you on social media, Maddie? Yes. I have All right. and Facebook. You okay. Can. Why don't you Why don't you tell us where we can follow you on all your social media? Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Maddie Malone and Instagram. It's Maddie Malone on there too. I think it's underscore Maddie with M A D D I E dot, and then it's Malone M A L O N E. So you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. All right. And do you post pictures um, during the, you know, like when you go to that, well, your phone's put away, but you know, like somebody's taking pictures, I'm sure your mom or somebody, and then you post after the races of what you did that day. Yes, I do. You can find that on my Facebook and my Instagram. Most of the time I post a lot more on Facebook. We have a um, Facebook page that we started last year. It's M3 Motorsports. Uh, we didn't really post much on it last year, but this year we're going to try to do a lot more and, you know, okay. get out there a lot more this year instead. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Take some, have your mom take some video and um, 
and pictures and, you know, between everything else she's doing while she's helping you, you know, but, um, but it's, it's good to have all that, you know, at the end of the year when you can look back and see all the things that you did, because it's easy to forget. So how soon do you start racing? When's your first race? My first race, we're going to try to go to Atlanta in April, and that's uh, the 12th or the 13th, I think, or 11th or the 13th. Okay. Or it's the 12th and 13th, yeah. But um, that's my first race this, this coming year, so we're going to be not far away. Away at all, and the funny thing is, we're still working on my race car, trying to get it going. So, and Dad leaves Sunday, so it'll just be me. So, how do you know? I mean, like, if it's just you, how do you know what to do? Where did you learn what to do and what it needs to have done to it? Well, I have a lot. Well, Dad's friends are my friends, literally. Like when I say I'm going to hang out with my friends, I mean 40 and 60 year old men. Those are my best friends. So uh, I learned everything pretty much from my dad. And the guy I work for now, his name's Doug, Doug McElroy. He's actually the guy that owns the business. Um, he teaches me everything now. And, you know, his dad's got friends like Chad and Billy and Jeff. And when dad's not home on Saturdays, I, I have a devoted day to the shop. And that's Saturday. And every Saturday I'm at the shop or I go eat breakfast with my friends on Saturday morning, which is the 60 year old men, Billy and Jeff and Mike Hall. And uh, after that, we go straight to the shop. So I'm learning something every weekend about what to do. And especially being in this parts business, I've learned a lot from Doug being in the parts business. Cause you know, you learn something new every day there. It's crazy. So I'm sure that would be a good place to work, to learn about, the different parts and what they do and how they work with other parts so that's that's a smart girl you got a good job there to, to train you what you need to do on your car so okay so is there anything else you can think of that i haven't asked you about um i got dad here with me i was like you have a little nervous have, have him step in on the camera let's see dad come on dad let us see you you're her hero. Do you know that? Yeah, she tells me that a lot. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing up such a wonderful young lady and, and sharing her with us tonight on this podcast because I've really enjoyed talking to you, Maddie. You're a, you're a very smart young lady and uh, very sweet. And I'm glad we got to interview you tonight and, and tell your story here. So um, that means a lot to me. I love after I do a podcast, I feel like I really know the person much more so than if I do a magazine story. Um, you know, the magazine stories are more factual and that. And um, but when I do a podcast and I can see your face and you smile and then when I hear your name, I can picture who you are. And, and I love that part. So um, thanks for taking the time tonight to be on here with us. And um, I just wish you lots of luck this, this summer racing. I'm going to be following you and you better make sure that you post your pictures to the IAWMA Facebook page or Instagram so that we can follow what you're doing. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to racing girls rock podcast. Follow us on Facebook at International Women's Motorsports Association or on Instagram and Twitter at the IWMA Nation. 
And if you know someone that should be on our show, drop us an email at IWMANation at gmail.com.